From the frozen tundra of northern Canada to the sunny Gulf of Mexico and right here in the heartland. Welcome to the great outdoors. This is the KTRS Outdoor Show with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young and Dan Brothers. Welcome to this week's edition of the KTRS Outdoor Show, brought to you in part by our good friends out at Number One Gravway Road in beautiful Fenton, Missouri. Hope everyone's having a great Sunday night all across the good U.S. of A. We got a little technical difficulty, so I'm doing this on my phone till we get this figured out. But we'll uh, we'll muddle through like we always do. James, what's going on, bud? Not much. Just uh, flying the mothership here in the Gold Tower at KTRS. Well, there you go. Hey, uh, show's brought to you in part by good friends out at Number One Gravoy Road in beautiful Central Missouri. Of course, I'm talking about Denny Dennis Sporting Goods, your one-stop outdoor shop. Go down there and see Dennis and Perry and Jim and all the gang and tell them we said hi. We got Philip Vanderpool on the line. Philip and Rhonda are just coming back from the NWTF convention and down in Nashville, and he's got some stuff to, to let us know what's happened down there. Philip, what's going on? Hi, buddy. We're just driving. I just uh, put her over in the driver's seat. That way I can chit-chat with you. Well, there you go. She's a better, she's yep. better driver anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, can you hear me okay? We're kind of in. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I've Bill? got you, buddy. It's just, uh, I, yeah, I've got you. You got me? I got you. Man. Yeah, I can. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got me, <laughs> Philip. Can you hear me? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> There's a I bit of a delay on the line between uh, Dan and Philip, but uh, if if you guys pause, then you shouldn't have any problems. No, I, uh, Jim, or, uh, James, I'm just teasing him, buddy. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Just making sure I didn't know if you were aware of the delay on each end. So there you go. Yeah. No, I heard the delay. I was just give, I was just giving him trouble. Yeah, I hear you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, so what happened down? Uh, you were down there in Nashville for the NWTF for the last three days, huh? Well, yeah, and you know what was cool, Dan? It was the 50th anniversary of the NWTF convention, the Grand National Calling Championships, and it was pretty awesome. You know, I I hung out for the most part there in the in the Woodhaven booth down there with the Woodhaven Custom Call Group and. You know, I'll tell you what, dude, we, uh, it was a packed house from start to finish. I'm sure they broke record attendances again. It was nuts. Huh. Well, nothing wrong with that. I, uh, uh, did you get a chance to see Paul Buskey while you were down there? I did. You know, Paul and I are kind of like you and Paul. We, we go way back and, uh. Love Paul Buskey, man. He's top of the line. But I did get to chat with him for a little bit, and uh, you bet he's one of the he's one of the tops, man. Yeah, he's he want you know Philip. He's just a super nice guy. Oh yes, absolutely, and a turkey calling machine. Oh well, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you guys, I know you were busy in the booth all weekend, but uh, you got a chance to see some of the stuff. And uh, I guess one of the guys from Woodhaven got the Dick Kirby Award, huh? Yeah. Uh, the owner, uh, Mike Pentecost, uh, the owner of uh, Woodhaven, 
uh, was the was the recipient of the Dick Kirby Award, you know, and that is probably the most prestigious award that they give away every year to someone that is worthy of that. And Mike does so much for the NWTF. He gives back, and obviously he was, you know, rewarded for that with the, with the trophy. And, uh, man, it, it was pretty awesome, buddy. Yeah, that seems like it. I uh, yeah. How many? Hey, how many Kirby turkey calls do you still have at home? I got a couple, but man, they're they're starting to show their age a little bit. Yeah, I still got some of them old Quaker boys. You know, I mean, you know, kind of stuff back. You know, calls out of Night and Hail, and you know, Quaker boy and and Primos, all those. You know, I I tried. You know, I had I was kind of guy then. I had to try every call back in the old days. You know just to see which one would fit and which one sounded the best and stuff. And I've even got some old Paul Buffsky calls, man. Uh, you know, yeah. just in, in Ben Lee. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got the old cassettes. That's how I learned the turkey hunt was what the old cassettes of Ben Rogers Lee. Yeah. Hey, did you did you ever work the Denny Dennis booth at the uh, St. Louis Boat and Sports Show? Um. Uh, where where at Dan? I'm sorry. At the St. Louis Boat and Sports Show. I, you know, I I know I done the one in uh, Iowa City. They got one similar to that. And I may have done the one in St. Louis as well. But I, you know how it is. I, we've done so many over the years. Uh, I think I I think I done that one in St. Uh, just outside of St. Louis. There, right? Yeah. Well, no, it was downtown St. Louis. It was, uh, and it, it used to be a huge outdoor show back in the day. But uh, that, you know, when Denny Dennis, when Denny was alive, um, they had a huge booth on the corner there, and they had a gentleman there from Quaker Boy. His name was Paul. I can't remember his last name, but boy, he was a really nice guy, and boy, he was a good turkey caller too. He had glasses, oh, yeah. kind of longer. You know, I don't know if you remember him or not, but super nice guy. I'm sure I would if I could remember his last name. Uh, the one guy I did see from Quaker Boy that I got to speak to was, you remember Ernie Calandrelli? I, I know I know of him, Philip. I never met him, though. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Super guy. He's been, he's been with them from, since the get-go, man. And he was there, and I got to, before I left there, I got to run into him, and we, you know, gave hugs and handshakes and all that stuff, and yeah, pretty cool. You know, those guys I grew up on, you know, and he's still, you know, kicking and thank goodness, you know. But got to see Ray I, you know, Ray I. Got to see him, man, and, you know, he was inducted in the Hall of Fame last year. Yeah, oh, I know Ray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what, uh, now what, uh, I know DSD was down there big time. What's new with Dave Smith decoys? Hey, listen, it's finally happening. I've been on those guys and on them. It's up there. We, I got to catch up with Brad and, and Scott. You know, they were at the booth. Dave wasn't there this year, but Brad was. Brad Cochran and, of course, Scott and Sprecher. But we got to hang out with them, and they showed me the new decoys, and they got got the new, what was cool, is they finally come out with a new dough decoy, buddy, and I'm telling you, she looks awesome. Well, I, that sounds good. 
what's the, what is the new decoy? Is it a, is it a Jake or Hen? What is it? Oh, okay. Now the turkey decoy is a is a hen, and she's kind of wrapped. It's, it's really neat. Uh, she's got her head wrapped around, around under her wing there, like you know she's kind of fluffing her wings, you know, and how they do with their feathers, you know, fluffing their feathers and stuff. It's oh man, it, it looks incredible. It looks incredible. So it looks like she's like she's pruning herself. Yeah, yep, just pruning away there, you know, fluffing her feathers up there and grooming herself, you know, and just, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, yep, and then, of course, there with the doe decoy as well, so they... they from, from ABC Sports. NFC Divisional Playoff earlier, Bucks down seven at Detroit under two minutes left, Tampa drop. ...with new toys to play with, you know, and... And I'm so looking forward to getting getting one in my hands and getting out there with you know the hand decoy this spring, obviously, and uh, yeah. giving it a whirl. What happens? Yeah, I know Larry 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 Mack was talking with the guys about the doe decoy last year, and you know as much as we you Larry and I all like to decoy deer when we're bow hunting in the fall, I think having the uh, is it a bedded doe or is it a standing doe? No, it's it's she's kind of standing, but kind of slightly squatting in her ears. One's uh, kind of a little bit forward, you know, was just kind of laid back like she's relaxed, you know, just it reminds me of a doe that, you know, that you think is coming in the heat. And and uh, so I, I, I think they hit the nail on the head and she's not real big. She's quite a bit smaller than, you know, obviously the, the old buck decoy, the old posturing buck decoy, you know, is coming in and stuff there, but yeah, she looks incredible. So lifelike. It's it's got to be a. I think it's going to be a game changer for me. Like they're at home in Arkansas and in Southern Missouri and some of the places that I hunt. You know, maybe even down south up to do something in Mississippi or maybe Alabama or some. You know, Georgia. But I think this is a decoy that anybody can use, and I think you could use it any time of year. Just because the way she is, relaxes. Uh, yeah, it would be good. Well, I'll be anxious. I'll be anxious to see that, Philip. That sounds great. Hey, it's seven seventeen and some change here on the Big Five Fifty. We're visiting with Philip Vanderpool from the Virtue TV. Philip, hang on. We'll be right back on the Big Five Fifty. This Jennifer and Wendy announcement is brought to you by Better Help. Around this time of year, many of us become obsessed with making changes. Maybe you tackled that messy hall closet and you want to take on another. Or maybe there are relationships in your life that feel draining emotionally and you need help negotiating them. So give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Therapy can help you find strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that will really stick. You might want to learn some new coping skills or how to set boundaries with people who zap your energy. BetterHelp makes it easy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash J&W today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J&W. 
What if I told you that with one click to Wholesale Signing Depot, that's WSDepot.com, you can view the best selection of windows, doors, siding, and decking products that are durable, up-to-date, and energy-saving that will increase your home's value and comfort. All at wholesale pricing to save your hard-earned money. My grandson Elijah says, Are you kidding me? My name is Julius Krasanik, celebrating 51 years in this industry. Our local and family business is Wholesale Siding Depot. Please visit our website at wsdepot.com. That's wsdepot.com. For name brand windows from Anderson and Viwinko, CertainTeed Composite and Vinyl Siding, Pro-V and Masonite Doors, Decking from Azac, Envision, Fortress, and Trex. We also offer a free contractor referral service to take care of your installation needs. Keep it local and professional. Please visit wsdepot.com. That's wsdepot.com. Starts here. Back to the KTRS Outdoor Show on the Big 550 with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young, and Dan Brothers. All right, welcome back to the Big 550 KTRS. I think we got it worked out. James, can you hear me? Am I on? You're coming through loud and clear. Yeah, that's way better. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> Live radio, you got to love it. My guest is Philip Vanderpool. Philip, can you hear me? I got you, Dan. Yeah, I want a chocolate shake. You want a chocolate shake? We're yeah, I was McDonald's. listening. Yeah, you guys are going through the drive-through. I could hear you through the other line. So I was, I was telling James, is that going out over the air? Because no, I, had, ice I had both phone pots down, so nothing, nothing. You guys were saying could go through the air. Well, I know, but now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> now you're hungry. Oh yeah. Lord. Yeah. That's- so, so a uh, you know, I, I don't know if you're going to start earlier than I am. Um, I'm going to probably start out in uh, out in Kansas with Donovan, but uh, I'm going to get a hold of Scotty and see if I can get one of those new hens. So, so if she's out there in a pruning, if she's pruning in a posture, that's going to be a content. That's going to be a contentment decoy, uh, you know. Um, and I love I love the lay down decoy, the breeding the breeding hen, and then I like the I like the feeding hen. So, um, I think that'd be a good setup to run with a strutter, huh? Yeah, I think so. I mean, she's out there and, and stuff there. Maybe have I, I don't know. I may get get one of the gobblers, you know, and put it in a breeding position. Have her off to the kind of the side, like you know, he's got a couple hens and stuff there. I think it'd make it pretty realistic. And who knows, you know? I mean, it looks so good, man. It's uh, pretty neat. Yeah, I'll have to get a hold of. Them. I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to get a hold of the fellows and talk to them. That's awesome. So hey, tell everybody uh, they did a big deal for Toxie Hayes' dad down there too, huh? Yeah. So they, <laughs> it was crazy. They wanted to. They they came up with this turkey vest in honor of Toxie's dad, Fox Hayes, and Mr. Fox. Uh, they had two hundred per day. And people were standing in line. They, they're only going to make so many of them. Well, the 400 that they were doing there were $450 a piece. And people were, this is no lie, man. People were there the day before, like at that morning at 7 o'clock, like a whole day before, Spent the night and everything. Several people did. It was it was crazy. 
that's how bad people are wanting this vest. Uh, and it's in bottomland camo, which, you know, is a big, big thing in, in the turkey hunting thing. And so all these people were just standing in line. And then there was people, that, one particular case that I know of, a guy came and bought the other guy's spot that he was standing in line and gave him $3,000 for that spot just to get Fox Hayes' best. Really? Unbelievable. <laughs> and, and there were several other instances people were telling me, but I just know of that one particular one that, you know, that I know for sure happened. Huh. But it, it was crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. I, mean, three, I guess they were doing it for uh, collectors, huh? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, it's okay. uh, it, it, it was just something else, Dan. I, I'm telling you, it was it was a very special event. They auctioned off some stuff there, you know, this year that just um, blew me away at prices on 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 things there. Um, but it's all raised for the NWTF one back, you know. We got to get our turkey numbers back, Dan. I don't know how y'all are in Iowa. I know you're in pretty good shape in places that you hunt, but overall, the turkey numbers are down everywhere I've been. And, uh, but uh, I, I, I know that, you know, people are really, in the NWTF and, and the state agencies are trying to get on top of it. You've seen a lot of changes this year in dates and also, like, number of turkeys that you can take during the spring. Like, for instance, Tennessee went from four to two now. Uh, Nebraska's went down on theirs. Um, you know, Missouri's kind of changed things up a little bit. It's it's all for the better of the turkey, though. You know, we gotta we gotta take care of what we got and get our numbers back, but also where our kids can enjoy them in the future. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That sounds good, man. So, what uh, you and Rhonda, where are you guys gonna start tur uh, your turkey hunts this year? Well, uh, we're going to go with Chris Allison and Matt Allison, and I think we're going to start in Florida on our own hunts and then go to, we got a place in Florida, a place in Alabama, and possibly Mississippi if we can work it out. I've got another place there if I can fit it in the schedule. But I'll probably go down with Mike Pentecost. His son is going, I think we got a couple of the boys going. We're going to South Florida, and this is like March the 4th. I think it's when it opens down there, and I think that's when we're somewhere in that in that date area there, somewhere in that time frame is when we're going to maybe start down there. I'm going to go down and obviously run video camera, and, I, you know, I doubt I'll even have to call. Them boys can call, so, you know, I'll probably just be running camera, producing, do the photo content, all that good stuff. Gotcha. All right. Well, listen, you guys go enjoy your food. I know you've been on the road a lot this uh, t the last week, so uh, you, we'll uh, we'll catch up. We'll, uh, you guys will be at uh, Donovan's the first week, won't you? Oh, yes, absolutely. We'll be there, you bet, in flying colors. And, you know, we'll be there in our famous old uh, turkey camp that we do every year, Dan, and I look forward to seeing you and obviously, you know, chasing those old turkeys again yeah. up there because, you know, that's always we, – we know that's always a treat. And we're going to have some opportunities. Now, whether we always capitalize on them, <laughs> that's another story when we're slinging those, you know, slinging the stick and string around a little bit and slinging those arrows. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun, that's for sure. So, 
You I, betcha. It can't you get betcha. here fast enough. Yeah, and you're not and you're not going to be up here for the Deer Classic in Iowa, are you? Well, I, I, I don't I don't know. I'd like to. Uh, have you boys been out doing any shed hunting yet, or is that in the game plan, or what? What's going on there? I took Raven out to the lease, and uh, I went out and put some mineral, and I changed some batteries. But Philip, I'll be honest with you, I didn't. I looked at a couple quick spots that I found some sheds last year, and I didn't see any. I'm still getting trail cam pictures of deer holding both sides. Right, I'm, I've got a big one on trail camera that that I, I didn't know for sure what happened to him. All of a sudden, he shows up, and he still got both sides. So yeah, now when yeah, you were hunting, some of you, them are carrying them pretty long. Yeah, now when you were down here hunting on the lease, you said you saw two or three nice ones that dropped already. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be down on that draw. They're going towards the side, the barn, and everything. I did not get back in that uh-huh. back. I didn't get back where that where Larry's got that one camera hung and that one that one double set. I didn't get back uh-huh. all the way in there, so I'm sure that's we're going to find some sheds pretty quick in there once we get out there. Yeah, and, and, and they may be over on the neighbors because they, they left a lot of food and stuff over there. Of course, you know, uh, Milo, Stan and Milo, Dan, and they may be to the south there on that Stan and Milo bedding up in there because now they got food and cover both. I mean, I, I don't know, but, you know, I think they could possibly be holding some deer over there because there's a lot of food source, and they can use it for bedding and, and get out of that wind as well. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to get cold again uh, Thursday and Friday in Iowa. I think we got a little chance of snow. So I might run out there once the fields fr- uh, get froze up again where I can drive out on them. And uh, yes. I, might, I, might go dr- I might go walk that uh, that one strip down there on that 160. And then I might yep. go walk that bottom where my ladder stand is on, that n- on the north end of the property. Go walk yep, that yep. field right. there. And see if I find any, but I think Larry said he's he's going to come up a day or two before the classic, and he wants to go out there and look. So, yeah, there you go. And, and by you know by then, for sure, you know I would think that that you, you're going to find some, you know. Yeah, well, I would think so. But uh, there's still some nice. There's, there's still some nice bucks that made it through the gun season, so we should all have a good opportunity this fall if you uh, you draw a tag. All right, buddy. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm excited, you know, just like you say, turkey season. Uh, I think 2023 hopefully will be a, a, an awesome year. And I've got that new CVA, is, you know, I'm going to use that new Scout CVA shotgun. It's a 410, Dan. I don't know if you've ever experienced it. And I've got that Vortex red dot on it. I cannot wait to get out there and see what I can do with that Apex ammunition. It's got a Jeb's choke, and it's unbelievable. Damn, 50 yards in a 30, 30-inch circle is incredible yeah. how, what how a, it patterns. It's, what, what a 410. What a 410. And, by the way, Iowa is going to allow 410 this year. Yeah, it's legal this year. Yeah, time. they passed it last year, yeah. Yep. Of course, yeah. I know you just pretty much bow hunt, but I'll tell you right now, it's 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 fun to get out there with, you know, with that old shotgun and, and and sock them in the head, I'll tell you for sure. Yeah, well, that's all right. You know, I, I have fun. I, It's all about there and just hearing them gobble and spitting and drumming, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, you guys go enjoy your, your dinner, and I'll talk to you guys soon and be safe getting home, okay? Yeah, buddy, I appreciate it. And we're fine. I mean, she, she's in there getting our stuff. We, we're just piddling anyway. 
and taking our time getting home. So uh, just want to wish everybody the best of luck out there this spring and stuff and hopefully be safe out there, you know, and, and uh, you know, get out there and beforehand and get those turkeys located, you know, where they're going to be and stuff. And hopefully everybody's going to have a successful spring. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Philip. I'll talk to you soon, friend. You bet. Appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, you guys be good. Tell Rhonda I said hi, and thank you. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. There he goes, Philip Vanderpool. 732 and some change here on the Big 550. I'll be right back. Hey, is the outdoor... Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizin Kizumab Rizzi. A prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults. Nothing is everything. Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With Sky Rizzi, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Your doctor today about Sky Rizzi and visit skyrizzy.com or call 1 866 Sky Rizzi to learn more. A sturdy foundation is one of the most important parts of your home or building. So when you start to notice any type of problem with your foundation, it's extremely important to have Permajack of St. Louis evaluate your situation. Permajack of St. Louis has the most experience of any company in the U.S. using a hydraulically driven steel peering system to support settling foundations. It's the system Permajack developed and patented nearly 50 years ago and the system the other guys have attempted to copy. Permajack of St. Louis keeps up to date on all developments in the foundation repair field and we rely exclusively on the highest quality American made products. Many repairs are backed with a transferable life of structure warranty. The hometown Permajack team has repaired literally tens of thousands of foundations in the St. Louis area. For your free inspection, system design and estimate visit permajackofstlewis.com That's permajackofstlewis.com Permajack. Solid as rock. Hey, is the outdoors calling you? Are you ready? If not, head on down to your one-stop outfitter, Denny Dennis Sporting Goods in Fenton. They have all your waterfowl loads, decoys, and waders you need. If you're not fishing, let Denny Dennis Sporting Goods help you catch more fish. They have a great selection of new rods and other tackle that will give you more confidence on the water. Denny Dennis also has the latest hunting gear, including stands, blinds, mineral, trail cameras, and Elimtic that will help you without breaking your wallet. Elimtic clothing by Gamehide will keep ticks and chiggers off you while you're in the field or just working around the woods checking trail cams or hanging stands. Bow hunters, don't forget to test the most efficient bows ever made, including Matthews, Elite, and others. Before you your next adventure, head over to Denny Dennis Sporting Goods at number one Gravoy Road in Fenton. Call them at 636-343-9447 and you will be on your way to a good time in the outdoors. There's nothing like the aroma of your favorite entree cooking outside on the grill. And there's nothing like the thermal efficiency of a big green egg to slow cook, sear, bake, or smoke that favorite entree. 
Frank Blair from Schnars Hardware here to tell you we have a big green egg to fit your needs. There are seven sizes of big green eggs, so we're sure to have one that's right for you. We stock every size, from the double extra large to cook for a crowd. That thing is huge and heavy. All the way down to the green egg mini. It's so cute. Perfect for picnics or tailgating. Don't forget to accessorize. We also stock accessories and sauces and rubs to complement any meal. So come to Schnars Hardware and let us help you get grilling with a big green egg. Or go to schnars.com to see what's in stock, find our locations and hours, or to shop online. Grilling's easy when you start at Schnars. Jason Lennox here with Beck and Lennox Estate Planning and Elder Law. Our law firm is beginning its 50th year of helping families protect their estates, take full advantage of tax benefits available to them, and incorporate charitable gifts into their estate plans. Call our office at 636-946-7899 or go online at beckelderlaw.com to schedule a free phone consultation with one of our attorneys. That's beckelderlaw.com. Diana from Newsteaders Fine Jewelers here to remind you, we don't just offer the best pieces, we offer one of the last master hand engravers in our country. My father can create timeless, personal, and unforgettable pieces. Come by our showroom at the corner of Big Ben and Doherty Ferry or learn more online at wowdiamonds.com. Back to the KTRS Outdoor Show on the Big 550 with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young, and Dan Brothers. I hope everyone's having a good Sunday night. Thanks for tuning in to the Big 550. We missed you last week. Had the had the game on, and Dan and I actually had the had the time off. So I guess you worked last week, huh, James? I did. I don't ever take a day off, Dan. You know me. <laughs> yeah, I know you. You're, you're something else is what you are. What's on the show tonight, by the way? Well, thanks for asking. Tonight on geek to me Radio, we have two great guests. We have uh, the first off, we've got Sainty Nelson on. She's a voiceover actor. She's done some Broadway work, talking about her upcoming projects. After that, we've got Kyler Lee, who a lot of actor or a lot of uh, fans will know from the CW Supergirl and from Grey's Anatomy. She's got a new series on the Hallmark Channel with Andy McDowell plays her mom, and she's gonna be talking to us about that series. Hmm. Well, there you go. No Batman, huh? No, we are in the D.C. pond with Supergirl adjacent, but no Batman tonight, no. Yeah, uh, That's all right. Just asking. I know how much you like Batman. And next week, I'm not here. I'm not sure who they've picked to run your boards for you, but next week I'll be in sunny Florida at Pensacon, hobnobbing with my uh, fellow wizards down there, and hopefully I'll be uh, doing some interviews. I've got one locked in, Dan. This will excite you. I've got an interview locked and loaded, ready to go. I'll be talking with Eric Estrada while I'm down there. The old chip man. Correct. Ponch. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, he's not really sci-fi. What's he doing there? Well, it's a pop culture event, so they've got people from voiceover. They've got they've got five different doctors from Doctor Who will be there, but they've got uh, people from all range of pop culture. In fact, you know who they're going to have? Jerry Mathers will be at this convention. I'm super excited. Hopefully I'll be able to score an interview with him, but I don't have that pre-confirmed yet. It's a shame they can't have uh, Abe Vigoda back from Barney Miller. If he was still alive, then they could have had fish and chips. That's true. See, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, that was you. Yeah, it would have been funny. <laughs> 739 and some change here on the Big 550. There's an online turkey managed hunt. You can still take get your applications in. Uh, let's see. I think you can still do that. 
Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Because I had a charity dinner this weekend and I didn't get to read all my notes. It's uh, it says Missouri tur turkey hunters can apply online during February. So we're still in February for the 2023 spring turkey managed hunts. Then the Missouri Department of Conservation manage hunt details and application procedures are outlined on the webpage. Drawing results will be posted starting March 15th. That was I can still remember when I first got my managed hunt notification. That was so cool. You've been drawn. That was awesome. Uh, if you need a place to go, uh, that's that's always a lot of neat things you can do. Uh, spring turkey hunting youth portion of the season will be April 1st to the 2nd. And the regular spring turkey season in Missouri is going to be April 17th through May 7th. It's almost here. Not that far away. I can't believe we're already halfway through uh, February already. Crazy. Uh, let's see. Missouri Department of Conservation reminds anglers to keep catch and keep trout starts March 1st at the trout parks so you can start catching and keep them that's the start of trout season you know dan and i've talked about that he'll probably want to talk a little bit about that so i'm not going to go into great detail but uh if you've never done that you should do it once in your life to experience it and i'm telling you it uh it, it's definitely it well it depends where you're at in the park i mean if, if it's if it's a typical opener and it's crowded it's uh the first the first 30 seconds of the when and when the thing the buzzer goes off it's crazy, so but it's fun. I'm telling you, boy. Uh, Mark Twain and Truman, and I, I heard the walleye and the crappie are just stacked on the sandbars. So if you get a chance, if you can go out there and do some fishing, uh, the walleye and the crappie are uh, they're catching crappie and walleye left and right. So just to give you a couple quick, and they're jigging them. They're vertically jigging using live scope. So if you get a chance to get down there, it might be uh, might do you some good and catch some nice fish. That's for sure. Uh, let's see. There was uh, kind of last week. I we were off, so I had somebody ask me about the deer results again. Deer hunting. Uh, Missouri Department of Conservation showed that hunters checked in fifty-six thousand five hundred and twenty-five deer during the twenty-two twenty-three archery deer season. Top counties for the archery season were Jefferson with thirteen ninety-one, Franklin with eleven eighty-two, and St. Louis with one thousand and sixty-eight. Hunters checked in fifty-nine thousand four hundred ninety-eight during the 21-22 archery deer season, so down just a little bit. And turkey season uh, for the for the fall turkey uh, showed that there was 2,446 turkeys harvested. Top counties for the fall archery turkey season were Macon with 73, Franklin with 66, and Green with 66 harvested. Hunters harvested 25-16 during the 21-22 season, so down just a hair this year. And there you go. Fun, fun, fun! I can't wait, Philip. Phillips, I, 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 I've, I've been wanting to go down to that NWTF show for a long time, and it's just I've got a couple other things that always that there's always a conflict, and I can't get down there. But I'd love to get down there in the next couple of years, and just uh, just to experience it one time because there's some really there's some really neat people running down there, and you get to meet some people that uh, like Paul Butsky. I've had Paul on the show for a long time. Uh, Paul's one of the probably one of the best callers in the world. I he, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame. But he's probably one of the most humble people you would ever um, experience in in that kind of uh, environment. He that guy he 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 would spend fifteen twenty minutes talking turkey hunting with anybody, and uh, he's just just a super down to earth good good guy. And I, there's a good chance we might be hunting with Paul in Pennsylvania next year. I had him on the Iowa show a couple weeks ago, and we were talking and. 
He goes, you know, you're getting older, I'm, and I'm old. And I said, well, I'm, I'm getting there too, buddy. He goes, we need to get together. And I said, well, you know, he lives in New York. So I'm sitting there going, I got a couple buddies of mine that's been asking me to come out to Pennsylvania and film a turkey hunt out there. I said, what if we get together and hunt uh, out there uh, close to uh, the Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia corridor on that, uh, what would that be? That would be the uh, southwest corner of Pennsylvania. I go, he, I go, how far away is that from me from where you live? He goes, I said, oh, a few hours. I said, well, if I got a place to go and we got a place to stay, are you up for that? And he goes, absolutely. So might have to do that with old Paul next year. We, uh, we, we're going to do it regardless if Paul can make it or not, but it'd be nice if Paul could join us. But and, and I wouldn't on that kind of a hunt, I wouldn't even care if I got a turkey or not. Just to sit in the blind for a few hours and listen to him call and videotape that and just uh, watch him work birds. That would be an that would be a successful hunt to me. But uh, it's uh, man, there's some that's some beautiful country. Larry McCoy and I went out there last year, and we did some turkey seminars and stuff. And we I just couldn't get over how beautiful. You ever, uh, James, you ever been out to Pennsylvania? I did a stop there at the Hershey theme park that I was working a gig, but that's about it. Man, I tell you what, that's just some pretty country out there. And then when you go, you head south to, towards Interstate seventy. Um, out of Pennsylvania into West Virginia, and you get into those mountains, oh, my gosh, is that beautiful down in there. I'm telling you what, that I could definitely spend some, some, some quality time in a, turkey, in a turkey blind on a ridge up in that area. That's, that's, and there's super nice people out there, too. The only thing I didn't like about it was the toll roads, man. The tolls are horrible out there. Don't, if you're driving to Pennsylvania, quick tip, don't take Interstate 80. Take 70. Because the tolls will kill you. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was my first experience. When I was driving through there, I wasn't aware, and I didn't have change or cash or anything mm. on me. Mm-mm-mm. I think I had one toll that was over 20 bucks. I mean, it, it's just crazy. And the roads aren't that great on the toll roads either. You know, usually you get into a toll road, they're nice, you know. You, you know, you pay for that smooth, velvet, velvetly ride. Not in Pennsylvania, man. It's I feel pow, like there pow. was one like that in Oklahoma that we took when we were driving to Dallas, and it was a toll road. And I remember thinking, this road needs some work. <laughs> I'm not sure what they're using the tax money for from the tolls, but it's not to keep the road up. Yeah, well, I, I experienced some of that going through Ohio and uh, Indiana, Ohio, and and uh, into Pennsylvania, that's for sure. But we had a great time out there. I can't wait to get out there again. Also, I know I know you got to take a break, but we just, just got a text on the KTRS text lines from someone in the 314 area code that says, Hi, Dan. This is Al from South County. Did you try out the Norlander socks yet? Oh, absolutely. Matter of fact, I've actually got a pair of Norlander socks on my feet right now. Um, James, I'm going to tell you something. This sounds so crazy. They're got it. They're they're the most comfortable socks I've ever gotten in my life. They are really oh, I I was so impressed. I call we had somebody call about that a couple weeks ago when Dan and I were talking about socks, and I called and I called out there and I got to visit with uh, Tanya and Stephanie out at uh, at Norlander Sock Company in St. Peter's. Super nice people, and they they raise all the alpacas in Missouri, and then they they harvest the wool and then they ship it and get it get them all put together and they they sell them they got over 200 locations i think is what they told me but i got several of the hunting socks and the crew socks and i i was on my feet 17 18 hours yesterday working a charity benefit and i tell you what my feet never felt better so yes al thank you for asking 
you know, I, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to start working uh, with those folks on the radio stuff. So, uh, and I came up with a great slogan, James. Yes, go ahead. Tell yeah. me. Yeah. Norlander Sock Company. Give your feet a treat. That's nice. I like it. You it's like always it? good to have a bit of a rhyme for, yeah. uh, for a slogan or logo. Yeah. I, I'm telling you. I, um, we're going I, <laughs> to. My, my wife says, I haven't seen you that excited in a long time. I said, I know it sounds crazy, but they are. So, and what's nice about them, I went out to. Uh, we had really. Uh, we had a bit of a cold stretch there for a couple days when I, after I got them. And I had just lace-up boots, uh, my uh, lace-up Itasca boots, and my feet never got cold. It was awesome. So yeah, I can I can tell you right now, the uh, Norlander Saw Company, go check them out. And I got to get Moser down there and talk to them. So, and uh, or I'm going to see if they'll give us some socks to give away on the show. So, wouldn't that be nice? That'd be awesome. Yeah, then you could go around and say alpaca. Alpaca your things and send you out of here. <laughs> Well, well, we probably need to take a break anyway. We'll be right back on the Big 550. This Jennifer and Wendy announcement is brought to you by BetterHelp. Around this time of year, many of us become obsessed with making changes. Maybe you tackled that messy hall closet and you want to take on another. Or maybe there are relationships in your life that feel draining emotionally and you need help negotiating them. So give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Therapy can help you find strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that will really stick. You might want to learn some new coping skills or how to set boundaries with people who zap your energy. BetterHelp makes it easy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash J&W today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J. And W. Hey, is the outdoors calling you? Are you ready? If not, head on down to your one-stop outfitter, Denny Dennis Sporting Goods in Fenton. They have all your waterfowl loads, decoys, and waders you need. If you're not fishing, let Denny Dennis Sporting Goods help you catch more fish. They have a great selection of new rods and other tackle that will give you more confidence on the water. Denny Dennis also has the latest hunting gear, including stands, blinds, mineral, trail cameras, and Elimtic that will help you without breaking your wallet. Elimtic clothing by GameHide will keep ticks and chiggers off you while you're in the field or just working around the woods checking trail cams or hanging stands. Bow hunters don't forget to test the most efficient bows ever made, including Matthews, Elite, and others. Before you your next adventure, head over to Denny Dennis Sporting Goods at number one Gravoy Road in Fenton. Call them at 636-343-9447 and you will be on your way to a good time in the outdoors. They serve and protect. When you put your badge on and, and put your equipment on in the morning, we're going to go into situations that are very dangerous and we don't know how they're going to end up. And sometimes they don't return home after their shift. I was a widow, and how was I going to survive? Since 1959, Backstoppers has been there to help the families of her fallen first responders. Backstoppers showed up, and they reassured me at that moment that I had nothing to worry about. This Thursday, 
The Big 550 KTRS will salute Backstoppers' tremendous work. Please join us in supporting this important safety net for first responders in Missouri and Illinois. Backstoppers make sure that you and, and your kids are taken care of for as long as you need them. We thank you for supporting our fallen heroes and their families. The KTRS Backstoppers Radiothon is presented in part by Schaefer Auto Body Centers, Aldon Indoor Air Quality Specialist, the City of Florissant, Jules on Hampton, and KTRS Cares. Welcome 2024. It's January, and that means it's time to begin preparing your tax documentation. As a business owner, that means closing the books on 2023 and getting those W-2s and 1099s prepared to mail by the end of the month. As daunting as that may sound, it doesn't have to be. Hi, I'm Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Capital Advisory Group and the author of the number one best-selling book on taxes, Keep What's Yours. Since 1976, our company has helped thousands of area businesses get their financial plans in order, reduce their tax liability, and stop overpaying their federal and state income taxes. If you are not taking full advantage of the tax law and you feel like you're paying more than your fair share in taxes, then let us help you plan for 2024 and beyond with a free tax analysis. To learn more, give us a call at 636-394-5524 or you can visit us on the web at capitaladvisorygrp.com. You've had all these great ideas about what to do with your outside space. Now's the time to take the next step and call Outdoor Living because Pat Leahy and the gang at Outdoor Living have built a showroom which is a great resource for you. You can go in and see all the products they have, the composite decking, the metal framing. You see at Outdoor Living, what they pride themselves on is building it right the first time and never having to worry about it again. So they build it. You can enjoy it for the rest of your life. Outdoor Living, their showroom on Big Bend and I-44 in Kirkwood is a great resource for you. You can go and see all the different ways and all the different things they can do. Then they'll come out, they'll do a site visit, and in just a few short weeks, you will have the dream deck, fence, gazebo, pergola, whatever it may be. Outdoor living right there in Big Bend and I-44 in Kirkwood. 314-966-3325 or OutdoorLivingInc.com. Check out the showroom and take that next step. You'll love it. Outdoor living or OutdoorLivingInc.com. Hey, it's Heidi, and I feel very lucky to love where I live. And I know Lauren Risley feels the same. And her team at Lauren Risley Realty wants you to experience that same great feeling. One of their mottos at Lauren Risley Realty is love where you live or move. Dream homes are their specialty. Actually, they do a lot of things right because... When you buy or sell a home, it's not just a transaction. What the Lauren Risley team does is build relationships, and I've seen that firsthand. So if you have plans to buy, sell, invest, or just have a question about any of it, call Lauren Risley Realty, 314-775-0684. That's 314-775-0684. You can also email Lauren at hello at Lauren Risley Realty. I'm Scott, the owner of Solid Fire Pits. When I began welding my custom-made fire pits for friends and family, I shared them on TikTok because I was just so proud of them. Check it out. That's beautiful. I posted every new fire pit design, and more people kept ordering. From 26 states and counting. Then on my birthday, I had my best sales ever. Now how can the universe beat that? Solid Fire Pits is just one of the 5 million U.S. businesses that rely on TikTok every day. 
TikTok sparks business. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck buck here, buck buck there, here buck, there buck, everywhere buck buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Back to the KTRS Outdoor Show on the Big 550 with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young, and Dan Brothers. Hi, welcome back to the Big 550 KTRS. Hope everyone's having a good Sunday night here on the Big 550 all through the Midwest. So, uh, is it Jackie Wayne? Jackie? Let's just say Jackie. Jackie wants to know, uh, you were talking about decoys earlier. How many decoys do you take when you go set up for your bow hunts? That is a great question, Jackie. It's whatever you really want to do. I always try to at least take three with me. I'll take a uh, like a Jake Strutter or a, a full Strutter uh, with a real fan for the uh, for the Tom decoy, and then I'll take a feeding hen, a lay down breeding hen, uh, or a semi alert hen. Those are my three go tos. But if I can get uh, one of those pruning hens from uh, from the guys at DSD, I'm going to. Uh, I don't know if those are ready to buy yet or not. I'm gonna. I'll have to get online and look, but. Um, I might do that. I like contentments. Uh, I, I like contentment calls, or, and I like contentment decoys. I mean, if they're if they're feeding, that means every you know them toms. They're not going to be, you know, anxious or they're not going to be. Um, I don't know. They're to me. I maybe I'm overanalyzing it. I mean, but if you got to put something down there feeding, that means to me everything's fine. You know, everything's good and. That's why I usually put like a semi-alert or an alert hen uh, just for lookouts. Because if you ever watch a, a bunch of turkeys, there's always a couple with their heads up looking around while the other ones are down there trying to feed as fast as they can. And um, it, it just, it, to me, it's always been a pretty successful uh, spread. And what I'll try to do is I'll keep the strutter or the uh, the Jake strutter out at 10 yards. And then I'll put my, a couple of my hens like four or five feet in front of my blind. And then I'll put it like one or the lay down hen I'll put right like the Tom's getting ready to breed her. And that's, um, I call that my little triangle of love. I'll put it in like a little triangle like. And uh, that works super really good for me. So th- thank you for the uh, thank you for the question. I appreciate that. You, you know, I'm for, you know, I'll be honest with you. I've shot a lot of turkeys with just using a hen, uh, you know, and having them come in too. So it just it's just whatever you're comfortable doing, you know. I, to me, I like I like spreading them out a little bit, and uh, the, a lot of the places I go, I'm fortunate where I can get the blind up and I can leave my decoys in the blind, and I don't have to worry about anybody taking off with them and stuff. So that does make it easier than having to pack it in and pack it out. The one tip I will tell you that works really nice, and especially when you go in super early in the dark because you don't want to spook the birds off off the uh, roost, is I leave my turkey. My, my decoy stakes in the ground. I don't take them out. I just pull the decoy bodies. 
And the reason that is, when I get there in the morning and it's still dark, I can go and I can I can just hit I can see the stakes and I can go put my decoy bodies and set them up. I already have the distance right, and I already know where the placement of those decoys are in relation to the blind windows. So I know when I put that strutter at the apex of that of that uh, triangle, I know I've got a clean sh- shot in both windows, no matter which direction that bird comes in. So if you get out there and put your decoy stakes a little bit ahead of time and don't pull them, it makes your morning setups way easier. So just a, just a little quick tip. All right. My little buddy James just texted me. Let me see what he says. All right. I got about uh, I got 10 seconds to tell you. We'll be right back with Dan Brothers. Don't go anywhere. No flippy floppy. Please keep it here on the big 550, the voice, the voice of the outdoors. Tundra of Northern Canada to the sunny Gulf of Mexico and right here in the heartland. Welcome to the great outdoors. This is the KTRS Outdoors Show with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young and Dan Brothers. All right, welcome back to our number two of the KTRS Outdoors Show. Hope everyone's having a great Sunday night. Mr. Brothers, I believe, is on the line. Daniel, how are you? Well, I'm just fine. How's my favorite uh, radio host? Who's that? <laughs> you. I'm doing well, Dan Brothers. Thank you for asking. <laughs> there you go, James. <laughs> the big dog has barked. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's who I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about James. I was actually talking about you, but James is right there. I mean, he's just he's just pumping on the top. Well, nobody's nobody beats James. Stop, yeah. guys. I'm blushing. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I'm just sitting here. What would you do, drop your phone? I, I just wondered if you <laughs> fell asleep or something. I'm a little tired, man. I had a long day yesterday. I had that big charity dinner I do every year. and That thing was kind of wore me out yesterday. Oh, I hear you. I'm, I'm whipped, too. I'm laying with my feet up. You know, I'm this old man in me. I, I just read something about how, you know, my dog on my mind thinks I'm about 20 years old and I can do whatever I want to do, but my body says, no, you can't. You yeah. can't do that. But I was yeah. blessed today, my friend. Yeah? What'd you do? Michelle, I had, would Michelle do something uh, no, nice I had, no, I had two young men, very, very young men in their 50s, and I forgot what a stud I was in my 50s. These guys are, were something else. I had them on a chainsaw all day. And, man, I mean, did they go to town. We had, on the very east end of our property, was an old logging road that, that kind of straddles the neighbor and ours. There was some barbed wire that went down the left side of it as you look down it. So we had to pull all that barbed wire. I, I talked to the neighbor, and I said, I'm going to open up that logging road if it's okay with you, but I'm not sure how much it's on your property. He said, don't worry about it. Go ahead and open it up. Well, we opened it up, and it goes down, and then it turns to where I know it's on our property, and there's two big ditches we have to get across, and I have to go back down there with the tractor and put the blade on it and try and scoop, uh, you know, make a crossing of these little ditches, little wet water creeks. There's water running in them now from all the rain we've had. But anyway, it's something I've been wanting to do because we almost had to go through the center of the property to get to our tree stands, and that's no good, as you know. So now, with this new trail that we opened up today, we'll be able to go right on the border of our property all the way around and, and be able to slip in there and not have to disturb the aminals when we go straight up through it. So 
I can't believe how much they got done. I mean, these guys, my son and, and, his, and his friend Matt, wielding two 18-inch uh, steels. And, uh, man, did they, and I, all I kind of did was sit in a four-wheeler and, you know, root for them and get gasoline and bar oil and stuff like that taken care of. I didn't have to get out there and do any heavy lifting. But I did pick up branches and stuff like that, and I just did wind up some of the, the, the barbed wire to, to get out of the way. So that that was my day, but I was blessed to have those guys there. And then I looked around a little bit for sheds and didn't see any. Hmm. Yeah, I thought you were going to tell the me. Deer, you, no, they're still you, holding. I, they're still holding. Yeah, but they're, they're still it, they're still some some's dropped, but there's a lot holding still. Well, it, it's late, man. I mean, usually Valentine's Day is the day to go shed hunting. Yeah, it just depends on the weather. I, last year they were holding almost to the first of April, so a lot really? of them. Yeah, it just depends how wow. stressed the deer are. So, but uh, yeah, they're still, get, I'm still getting a lot of trail cam pictures with them holding both sides. So. Yeah, we did, we did too. And and people I talk to, you know, my little group that that contacts me every week to tell me what's going on at their places and stuff. Everybody says they're holding, and uh, it's it's just uh, I I think it's kind of weird myself that they're they're still on this late, but I don't really care. <laughs> and when they drop them, they'll drop them when they want to drop them. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's right. it yeah I thought you were going to tell me you were doing hinge cuts or something. No, we're we're going to do that. We did a little bit of that in one spot, couple some trees we wanted to cut down. But on on the seventeenth of March, I have the Missouri Department of Conservation private land specialist for Pike County coming out. That's going to look at my property, and you know they they ask you what are your goals and what are your objectives. And I told my son that and he laughed and he said. He said, just tell this, she's a young lady who used to be in charge of all the uh, conservation-owned ground, while, uh, you know, what to do for getting better wildlife on all their, their management areas is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, she switched over to private land here just in January 1st, and she's going to bring a guy, an older guy, she said it's done it a lot from Monroe County uh, along with her. And uh, they're they're going to you know, what I started to say. The first question they ask you, well, what do you want to do with your property? What are your, what are your plans? And Steve said, I hope you told her we want twelve inch bearded turkeys and two hundred inch deer. I said, I don't think she wanted to hear that, but I told her we want to maximize wildlife. And we talk a little bit about hinge cutting versus hack and squirt. Are you familiar with hack and squirt? Uh, Dan, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I know what that is. Well, you, you take an axe and you chop into these smaller trees and then you spray them with a chemical. And I don't know exactly what it is. It's not Roundup. It's another chemical that, that will kill a tree. And then they fall over on their own. So I, I don't know. I'm going to find out what they recommend, what the difference is. You know, um, I, I just don't know. So I'll, I'll, you know, I know they're going to talk about edge feathering. You know, my food plots. What do they recommend? I'm kind of blessed because we've got agriculture all around us, and all I got to do is, you know, keep the neighbors from shooting the deer that I'm feeding. Um, I, you know, I, I I I went out in the middle of the bean field today because it was still muddy, and I crossed with the four wheeler, and I'm always looking out the side, and my word, the amount of deer tracks I saw. It was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure they're all moving at night and going out there and gleaning any beans that might be left over, don't you think? 
Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, we had six inches of snow up here, and it's all gone already. It's crazy. Did you really? Yep. Yep. Wow. But the big news I've got, the, the, the exciting thing that I did, that, did I tell you what I did last Saturday? I don't honestly can't remember, Dan. Well, uh, I, I followed three beagles. Oh, and man, rabbit hunting. Oh, was that fun. Oh, my goodness. We went as far as we could go. A, a very nice, well, you remember Anthony Larson. We interviewed him on the uh, on the radio about the uh, Missouri Outdoor, the Missouri Veterans Outdoors. Uh-huh. Um, he had introduced me to a farmer who, who let us rabbit hunt his property. He said, if you find a a, a, a shed, you got to give it to me because there's a 190 running around there. He doesn't think anybody shot. Uh, and he said, that's my only rule. And I said, not a problem, sir. If we have to find a shed, it's yours, I understand. And uh, we got five bunnies, but it again, it was so muddy. My my feet, my, my, my boots had to weigh 10 pounds apiece. And I'm telling you, when we got done and, and all, everybody shot a 410 and they weren't shot up at all, um, I, I was at, we went down the creek and cleaned them like we used to. And I took two all the way to South St. Louis to my lady. That was She was begging me for a couple of rabbits, and it was sad. She said, you know, rabbits are expensive. If you go like the Soulard Market, they charge you a lot of money, and I just can't afford that. And she wants to make Hasenpfeffer for Michelle to taste because mm-hmm. Michelle's never had it. So is that something you've ever eaten? Awesome pepper? Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's it's very good, but Michelle's never eaten it, so she's going to, we're going to, you know, get her, look at her calendars, and we're going to go down there and, and eat Hassan pepper with her. And she, When I gave her those two rabbits, Dan, oh, you would have thought I gave her a gold bar. <laughs> Isn't it great yeah. when people appreciate wildlife that much? My uncle and my dad used to go and... Uh... Uh, they used to go rabbit hunting quite a bit, and they, you know, they they just. And my mom loved uh, my mom loves ra- uh, wild rabbit and stuff. So, but uh, we well, had a, we we had a my favorite one of my favorite dogs. I, much as I love Raven, I had a uh, beagle when I was growing up. His name was Duke Dukey, and uh, he'd go out there and bay after them rabbits and stuff. I used to he'd go fishing with me all the time too. He was just a great dog. You, beagles are hard to beat for for a buddy. You know what? I sure miss that hound music, as we call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and 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 we we let them run. We didn't shoot a rabbit when we jumped it. You know, you could have shot him in the tail end, and if you do, you mess up the best part of the rabbit, which is the the back legs and the saddle. That's where most of the, the thick meat is. Mm-hmm. So you just don't. You know, I mean, I, I used to when I was a kid and didn't have a dog, you go stomping brush piles. You know, and. Uh, that would be the way you get them when you shoot them in the tail. And the, as my dad used to say, in the part that goes over the fence last. Um, but when the dog brings that rabbit back, you can get a side shot or sometimes even, you know, right in the head. And we these rabbits weren't shot up at all for this lady. We were really thrilled. But like I said, we let the dogs run. The first thing we came to was a big dozer pile where he had pushed some dead trees over up right next to a creek. And three bunnies came flying out of that thing at the same time. And the dogs brought one back, and we got it. And then when we were coming back to the car, they picked up, I think, one of the other rabbits that had ran out of there and brought it back. And my buddy Jeff got one. And, you know, he said, I haven't shot a rabbit in 30 years. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we just agreed that we both missed it so much. And hopefully, you know, I'm usually in Florida. 
So, the, you know, the rabbit season here in Missouri went on on February 15th. So we went on like like the 12th, I think. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, I miss it, and I'm going to see if I can't do a little bit of it in December next year. Yeah. Yeah, I like rabbit stew, man. It's good. I, I don't like it. Uh, most Austin stuffers, if I remember, I had like a wine base to it. I don't like my mom or my grandmother used to make it without the wine, and I liked it better without it myself. Well, I think it's more vinegary. It's it's a yeah. they, they brine a rabbit in vinegar. Well, so onions and that, garlic, and they got uh, yeah. What's that? What's that called? Uh, um, out west is out. It's sage. They got sage in there, and um, it just depends on you know if it. I guess if you're a Dutch or a German person cooking it, or where you got the recipe from. That's probably true. Yeah, because yeah. I, I know vin- I know I know they used to use vinegar, but um, the, you know. Um, they did like a most of them marinate them in a, like a wine vinegar. Or, um, it just depends how you got. I like I still like fried rabbit, man. Fried rabbit, cor- fried rabbit, mashed potatoes and gravy and green beans. Oh, that's hard to beat. But you know what? In this house, I, I I have so much problems getting that boss of mine to fry anything. She just doesn't like fried food. She thinks it's not good for me. I guess she wants me to live forever. I don't know. I keep tell her telling her. Air, tell her to put it in the air fryer. Well, she's she's actually doing that tonight with some some chicken breast. You know what? It's hard to find chicken with the skin on, like mm. like dismembered chicken thighs, you know, uh, breast, whatever you're looking for. It's hard to find it. You know, there's the the boneless, bre- uh, skinless chicken out there, which, if you're not careful, it tastes about like cardboard when you cook it. I think the skin is what gives it all that flavor. You know, yeah. and and I love the crisp. I think the last time Crispy. I had Hassenpfeffer was out in Herman. It's been a long time that since would, I had it. That would be a good place for it because that's pretty much all Germans out there. Yeah. Now there's a place up in uh, here in Des Moines. It's called the hot, uh, the hot, the hef, the Hassenpfeffer, um, and they've got it on the menu. But I haven't had it there yet. So. Hmm. I just saw. You know, I follow this uh, Facebook post page about pork tenderloin sandwiches. And the Edinburgh Diner in Indiana is the most famous. They they can pound that, that tenderloin out to where it's as big as a hubcap. Mm-hmm. But I've been seeing some places pop up in Iowa, too. So that must be a, you know, the breaded pork tenderloin sandwiches must be uh, also, you know, something that Iowegians like. Oh, yeah. Oh, tenderloins? Yeah, tenderloins are yeah. huge up here, man. You know how they pound them out? Yeah. You know, and get I mean, them so big? Yeah, and they're the size of a Frisbee. Yeah, and then it's so funny because you got this bun, and it's like the bun doesn't even cover a a, a, a third of the. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> they're just they're well, too big. They're it, just too big, man. It's just crazy. It's it, what what I do when I go on like that. I cut it in half and I bring half home for a sandwich the next day. Yeah. And I still I still come out just fine. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a place in St. Peter's down there called Hobos that we love to go to. Their fried chicken's good, and they have what everything's named after railroad and railroad cars and stuff. Uh, thusly, the name Hobos. All the hunters hang out there because it's in the south part of of St. Peter's on the way to all the duck hunting spots. Mm-hmm. So you see hunters in there for breakfast or lunch or whatever. And uh, their pork, they name everything, so the, their pork tenderloin is called a Freddy. <laughs> that thing, like you said, but I, I whack it in half and bring half home. But but I've seen, you know, everybody's posting where's the best pork tenderloin state by state. And people
people in Mississippi and, and Louisiana and the like say, we don't know what you're talking about. But yeah. I saw that Iowa was a big pork tenderloin state. And they have to be pounded out and hand-breaded or they're yeah. not good. Because you can buy them frozen or already battered, and they're not that good. No. So that's the question you want to ask. If you go in a strange restaurant that you're not familiar with and they see pork tenderloin, Ask them if they're hand-breaded, and if they say yes, then it's going to be good. If they say no, stay away from it and get the cheeseburger. Yeah, best tenderloin I've had in a long time was venison tenderloin, made exactly the same way as a pork tenderloin. Really? Yeah, there's a there's I, I, a. I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't know you. I, you could pound it out as far as you can pork. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a locker up here up in uh, in uh, Melcher, Dallas, Iowa. And they uh, they they specialize in a venison tenderloin, and Dan, it's delicious. Huh. I'll be darned. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, hey, well, you know, we could talk for days about the, what you can do with a deer. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Eight twenty-two and some change. We'll be right back on the big five fifty. Hey, is the outdoors calling you? Are you ready? If not, head on down to your one-stop outfitter, Denny Dennis Sporting Goods in Fenton. They have all your waterfowl loads, decoys, and waders you need. If you're not fishing, let Denny Dennis Sporting Goods help you catch more fish. They have a great selection of new rods and other tackle that will give you more confidence on the water. Denny Dennis also has the latest hunting gear, including stands, blinds, mineral, trail cameras, and Elimtech that will help you without breaking your wallet. Elimtech clothes by game hide will keep ticks and chiggers off you while you're in the field or just working around the woods checking trail cams or hanging stands bow hunters don't forget to test the most efficient bows ever made including matthews elite and others before your next adventure head over to denny dennis sporting goods at number one gravoy road in fenton call them at 636-343-9447 and you will be on your way to a good time in the outdoors this jennifer and windy announcement is brought to you by better help around this time of year many of us become obsessed with making changes maybe you tackled that messy hall closet and you want to take on another or maybe there are relationships in your life that feel draining emotionally and you need help negotiating them so give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule therapy can help you find strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that'll really stick you might want to learn some new coping skills or how to set boundaries with people who zap your energy BetterHelp makes it easy just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional cost celebrate the progress you've already made visit BetterHelp dot com slash j and w today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p dot com slash j and w you've had all these great ideas about what to do with your outside space now's the time to take the next step and call outdoor living because pat Leahy and the gang at outdoor living have built a showroom which is a great resource for you you can go in and see all the products they have the composite decking the metal framing, you see at Outdoor Living, what they pride themselves on is building it right the first time and never having to worry about it again. So they build it. You can enjoy it for the rest of your life. Outdoor Living, their showroom on Big Bend and I-44 in Kirkwood is a great resource for you. You can go and see all the different ways and all the different things they can do. Then they'll come out. They'll do a site visit. 
And in just a few short weeks, you will have the dream deck, fence, gazebo, pergola, whatever it may be. Outdoor living right there in Big Bend and I-44 in Kirkwood. 314-966-3325 or OutdoorLivingInc.com. Check out the showroom and take that next step. You'll love it. Outdoor Living or OutdoorLivingInc.com. Hey, KTRS listeners, Roger Wigandon here at Don Rogers Limited, 6727 West Main in Belleville. Well, after over 47 years in business, I've made the very difficult decision to retire and turn the page to the next chapter in my life. The month of January, we invite you to enjoy a discount of 30% off the regular price of our entire inventory of wonderful men's and women's apparel and accessories. Nothing is held back. Also, our beautiful building located on Main Street with dedicated parking and spacious living above the store is off sold for sale. Perfect for starting your own boutique. We'll leave a turnkey for you, including the fixtures. Our retirement sale is in progress at Don Rogers Limited. Don't forget we are open 930 to 4, Tuesday through Saturday. As always, park at the door, walk in, and get waited on. All sales will be final during our entire sale. I would love to see you, my great friends, again one last time. And as always, we thank you for listening to our commercial. Join me, James Enstall, Sunday nights at 9 o'clock for Geek to Me Radio, where I'll bring you the latest pop culture news, fun giveaways, and, of course, the best celebrity guests from across the greatest fandoms like... Attention, maggots. This is Sergeant Slaughter from WWE and G.I. Joe, the real American hero. And you're listening to Geek to Me. Don't touch that dial, and that's an order. That's Geek to Me Radio every Sunday night at 9 here on the Big 550 KTRS. And follow me on social media at Geek to Me Radio. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, buck, buck there. Here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Back to the KTRS Outdoor Show on the Big 550 with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young, and Dan Brothers. All right, welcome back to the Big 550 KTRS. Dan and I are here for another half an hour. Hey, Dan, when uh, Denny had his big booth down at the boat, uh, the St. Louis Boat and Sports Show, what the, the gentleman, the guys uh, used to work for Quaker Boy, it was in Denny's booth every year. His name, first, wasn't his first name Paul? He had glasses. Kind of longer hair, super nice guy, but he worked. He worked for Quaker Boy. You remember him? I remember him, but I don't remember his name. Um, Man, it, the I, guy I remember remember the most worked for Night and Hill, and that was Jim Strelick. Did you know him? Yeah, Jim was a super nice guy too. I, 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 I his first name was Paul, but I cannot remember his last. I just had Philip Vanderpool on on the first hour and. Philip Philip was down there a couple times, and I, I thought Philip would have remembered. I bet you Keith Wallach would know who it is. I, I'll have to get a hold. Oh, of for Keith. sure. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, does Philip live in Missouri? Philip lives in Arkansas. In Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's coming back from. Well, he's NDF. a long. He was coming back from the NWTF convention tonight. I see. Yeah, I saw that he was down there. I saw. You know, it, when when you were gone, um, I had Larry Edwards and and Lisa Humer on the radio show with me, and they uh, they're down there, and they've been posting pictures every day. Uh, it made me a little bit jealous. I kind of wish I'd have went, but 
you know, I mean, it was, wow, what what a show. You know, amazing things happen at those shows. Mr. Fox, you know who he is, uh, Toxie Hayes' Toxie, father. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. talked we talked about that. Uh, there there were people mm-hmm. selling spots in line to get those vests for three grand. What is up with that? They're not. I mean, I looked at it and it didn't look any different than the couple of vests that I got hanging here. Well, I think Philip said they were only making like four hundred of them, and it was all it was all to do with his with Toxie's dad. So they were going to be like they were instant collectors item, but man, you pay somebody three wow. grand just for their spot in line, and then you got to pay the four hundred bucks for the for the vest. I don't know if you're going to. Might be a while before you recoup that that kind of money. But no question about it. And and I watched the auction. Uh, and I'm telling you what, I love the auctioneer. I wish we had him down here. Auctioneers. At, at the fundraisers that I go to, I can't understand them at all. I don't know where we are, what's going on. All I hear is mumble. And this guy, I understood every word he said, and it would have been very easy to bid. And, you know, I found out later he was like the auctioneer of the year for the state of Tennessee or something like that. He sure was. He was clear, and you could understand him. Hmm. Well, that's awesome. I think, yep. you know, the the ones around here want you confused. They want you, you know, you've I, I, I've had a couple of times where I bid against myself because I didn't get, you know, now like the, our our wild game, uh, uh, you know, dinner and stuff like that. If Jim Morantz is there, he always, if I'm bidding, he'll come over with his flag. You know, they hand a flag up so the auctioneer can see it if you make a bid. And Jim will make sure that my, <laughs> my intentions aren't misconstrued, you know. Yeah. Well, you just got to do, I emceed I that dinner last night and. I, I was bidding on a ABC News. Than, uh, I'm Dave Packer. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis throws in the towel. And, I am today and, suspending. Uh, he, I don't know campaign. where he was at. And I said, "Hey, wait a minute, uh, Chief. Where, where are you at? What's the price right now?" And he would tell me, and I said, "Okay, I'll give you ten more dollars." <laughs> and that, so that gu- that gun retailed for like eleven hundred, and they sold it for twenty three twenty three fifty. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a great gun. I wish you would have got it. You'd really enjoy it. I just bought some thirty-eight special to run through mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I, if I'm target practicing, you're just not going to shoot three fifty-seven. It's just too hard on your ears and your hand and, you know, everything else. And that's the beauty of a three fifty-seven that you can go down to thirty-eight special to practice with, and, and it's just it's sweet. They're cheaper. And they run through those guns so wonderful. So you got to you got to pick yourself up one up somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking. Um, I'm kind of looking for either a Colt or a Smith and Wesson uh, 44 that I can take. I've got. A, I think I got a chance to go to Oregon or Washington State for a few days and uh, go in the backcountry. And if I can do that, I want to take a, a self defense gun for for Grizzlies. Um, so. I'm gonna probably go with a 44, but man, I tell you what, Dan, I'm having a hard time finding a, a good. I'm having a hard time finding one right now. They're, they're the people I've been I, I, talking to said they can't even order them right now. I wish you'd have told me that. My dealer's got a couple of them, and and I don't exactly know what they are, but I'll call him tomorrow and ask. He showed them to me, mm-hmm. and you know they're short barrels. You want a short, but you don't want. You're not going to be shooting at 50 yards. You know. No, this is if, for if like you, if they're they're coming to munch you. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's almost like well, you can reach out and touch them as when you shoot them. If you don't, if you shoot them at distance, Lucy, you're going to be in a lot of trouble with game and fish. You yeah, know, I called, you, I, you, yeah, I called down to Denny's, and they didn't have any, so. 
Well, he had like three of them that came in, and one of them was a was a high dollar out of uh, Smith and Wesson's performance shop, performance center they call it, mm-hmm. and it was a beautiful gun. Um, and I don't know if he sold them or not. He he just got them in last week, and I was I took them out and played with them and went man. These things are awesome, but you know they're 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 too big for me. I understand what you're doing and why you're doing it, and I would want the same gun. I'd want exactly what you want. I don't know the model numbers of them because I don't follow the big dogs, but um, boy, they're in, in stainless steel. They're nice guns, and you put you know if you put Packmeyer grips on it, uh, which is an aftermarket company that makes these contoured finger grips that your your hand just feels so good around it and not only that it it absorbs a lot of the recoil of those big kicking guns mm-hmm. so that uh, I'll, I'll call him tomorrow They're, they are kind of hard to get and he said the same thing but i don't know if he sold them right away or not okay yeah i'm gonna i got a chest show i got a chest holster already for one and um yeah i just uh after going up to alberta with just my bow back in there and like I said, there was a couple of times I, I mean, I've, I've been around bears for a long time, but you know, when you got a thousand pound bear versus a 500 pound black bear, it just, it just kind of, it kind of eats, no pun intended. It just, you know, every time you hear something break or snap, it's like, Oh, <laughs> oh I, you know, and I've heard the stories of people that have been mauled. We've got a local boy here that, that, that got mauled. And he had a handgun, and, and by the time he got it out, the uh, the bear knocked him down and was standing on his arm, on his wrist with his gun. Yeah. And if his partner hadn't shot the bear, the bear probably would have killed him. I mean, he, took, he, he had him by the skull. That bear could open his mouth wide enough to put this man's skull in his face. Yeah. His face, I mean, inside the bear's mouth. Tom Summers is his name, and I mean he's scarred from ear to ear, but he survived it because his buddy—they were bow hunting—but his buddy was packing. Which, it, yeah, from what I understand, is totally legal out there, isn't it? As far as I know, because I was talking to the guys, that, you know, if I if I do this, it'll be—it won't be till next year, but um, there's going to be probably four or five of us. So I, I know that they all carry. So I just uh, I just thought it'd be kind of neat to do. So. Well, you know, when I went to Alaska, I went twice to Alaska fishing, and I was stupid for not carrying. Uh, the only place that we couldn't carry is when we went. You know, everybody in Alaska carries. If you don't have a gun, it you, they look at you silly. But um, uh, the Brooks Range, you know, in the national park, you can't carry. Mm-hmm. And everywhere, everywhere else you can. And they were talking about, I don't know if they ever got it done, but they were talking about you know, licensed guides that are insured and everything. These guys that get that, they get their license come through the Coast Guard or something. They were talking about allowing them to carry uh, in the national park, but they wouldn't let the hunters that came up there carry. They didn't think they could trust them. Uh, well, now you got to be careful. Whatever, whatever yeah. you do, don't try and go to Canada with that thing. Oh no! And the guy. Well, remember when I was in Alberta? I I talked to the guide, and he goes, "Damn, we're not allowed to carry a gun." You know, you got your bow, and I'll, you know, because what I was doing, I was taking all the camera gear and stuff in, and then I was setting up on these river tr- crossings, and there was moose beds and everything everywhere. And then my buddy Stewie, uh, who went went up there with me, him and Kent, the guide, took off, and you know, so I was sitting there for several hours by myself, which is 
which is fine. I enjoy that. But, uh, you know, like I said, every time I heard a snap, you know, it was it was moose. I'm sure it was a moose, but there's black bear and, and grizzly in, in that area. And it's just like, you know, I'm sitting here with my knife and a bow. This ain't fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and you're not Jim Bridger either. Yeah, well, I just. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, in all my years of hunting, which is coming up on 65 years of hunting, I only had one encounter that I got the hackles up on the back of my neck. I was in uh, northern New Mexico, and uh, the guide and my son took off up the hill after uh, an elk that they heard bugling. And I said, well, I'm going to ease this little meadow here, and if you spook them, they'll come down by me. And if not, maybe something else will come out in this little meadow to feed. And they said, fine, because I didn't want to climb this hill. They were going to go 100 miles an hour up this hill, and I couldn't. I didn't want to do it. So I went over and sat in a brush pile, and I'm sitting there, and I'm looking around, and I'm watching the magpies and, you know, all the weird stuff that happens when you go out west. Um, and all of a sudden, I catch something out of the corner of my eye on the left, and here comes a mountain lion, cougar, mountain lion. And he comes strolling along, and I... I First thing, I, you know, I had set up with the wind in my face, what little wind there was at that time, but I made sure because I was hoping an elk would come by. Well, he couldn't smell me, and I was frozen, and I was in uh, full camo, and that cotton picker walked, you know, 30, 35 yards from me straight across this little meadow and on up the hill, and my I had a pre-64 Model 70 um, in, in 300 wind mag, and I had that thing laying across my lap, and it was pointing right the direction where this cat walked. So if I had to pick it up and, and go fast, I could. It wasn't facing the other way or anything else. And luckily, I didn't have to. But i got to tell you what, my heartbeat went way up. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I'm telling you. Yeah, and I, I, I was looking at a Ruger uh, Alaskan, but uh, from my, a couple of my buddies that had them, they just don't like them. They said they're, they're not no. the they're, – they're hard to shoot, and they're not, uh, and so that's why I was kind of looking at a Colt or a Smith and Wesson. So. Yeah, hang, hang, hang tight on that. Don't, don't get a Ruger. You know the the new Anaconda, you know the Snake series. I love that 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 uh, the Colt makes. You've got the Python, the Anaconda. What else have you got in that line? Um, I'm drawing a blank, but there's like four of them. Mm-hmm. And they're all cool. I'd love to own all, you know, one each of all four. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about a python to go with my 66 just to have a companion gun. And I even thought maybe I'll go ahead and get a longer barrel and get a six-incher for shooting the metal plates because I, I probably wouldn't carry the six-incher. I've got a four-inch now. It's not uncomfortable to carry. But I've been carrying my 38. I, I have not gone to a bigger gun, you know, when I'm out in the woods, not a day. My 38s, actually, I took it to Gunsmith to put a, thinking about putting a, a red sight on the front of it, a, a Trigicon. They make a sight now. Uh, the front sight, it, it's got a red circle around it that you can see during the day. And then at night, it's got the Trigicon in the middle that glows in the dark. So it's a great self-defense front sight. They never do the rear sights. They just do the front sight. Um so I'm I'm waiting to hear back from him what he thinks about doing that to my little Model 36 Smith. Yeah, well I don't blame you. But I love my guns, you know. I mean, you you know that that newspaper reporter wrote that article uh, about gun ownership in Missouri and and called me a gun nut 
And, I, you know, I met her at Denny's. She came into Denny's, and she was looking for people to interview. Well, Denny shoved me in front of her, really. He said, I don't want to talk to her. You talk to her. You yeah. know? So me, the mouth of Missouri, you know, I've rattled off a whole bunch of stuff to her about the Second Amendment and everything else. And what did she write? I interviewed a gun nut. Yeah. Well, there you go, journalism, I, jur- journalism at its finest. There's seven oh, yeah, revolvers. I mean, she, Seven revolvers yes. in that snake line. There's the Python, Anaconda, Diamondback, Cobra, Boa, King Cobra, and Viper. There you go. The Diamondback is the other one. Man, those older Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. they are. That's the sweetest, smoothest action you've ever pulled a hammer back on, and it's got just an absolutely wonderful trigger. I mean, they're just they're awesome. Now, I, I don't like the way you swing out the cylinder on a Colt. I like it much better on a, on a Smith. Yeah, they're the opposite direction. You push forward on the Smith to release the cylinder to open it, and you have to get your thumb and pull back for a Colt. And they both work, but I'm just I'm just so accustomed to that push forward that I don't have to think to get that thing to get that you know to get that uh, get that cylinder open. But yeah. there's nothing wrong. Even the new. I just read a long article about the new pythons. If you talk to somebody that's got the old one. They're going to tell you, you know, the old ones are much better than these new things they're making now. Well, that's not necessarily the truth. Uh, A writer, Ron Spomer, that I really respect, he said there's like 12 improvements on the new guns. uh, And it's it's because of technology. You know, they quit making, the Colts quit making their handguns back, I think it was the 80s that they stopped. And, you know, they became collector's piece. You know, a four-inch python stainless steel new in the box is about four thousand dollars now the new ones you can get them on gun broker for around twelve hundred dollars and you know according to this guy the new ones are even better and it makes sense you know they've got a lot more technology now yeah so hey we gotta gotta say i love we gotta hit a break root you hold that thought we'll be right back on the big 550 ktrs You've had all these great ideas about what to do with your outside space. Now's the time to take the next step and call Outdoor Living because Pat Leahy and the gang at Outdoor Living have built a showroom, which is a great resource for you. You can go in and see all the products they have, the composite decking, the metal framing. You see at Outdoor Living, what they pride themselves on is building it right the first time and never having to worry about it again. So they build it. You can enjoy it for the rest of your life. Outdoor Living, their showroom on Big Bend and I-44 in Kirkwood is a great resource for you. You can go and see all the different ways and all the different things they can do. Then they'll come out, they'll do a site visit, and in just a few short weeks, you will have the dream deck, fence, gazebo, pergola, whatever it may be. Outdoor Living, right there in Big Bend and I-44 in Kirkwood. 314-966-3325. Or OutdoorLivingInc.com. Check out the showroom and take that next step. You'll love it. Outdoor Living or OutdoorLivingInc.com. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults. Nothing is everything. Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRIZZY to learn more. Join me, James Enstall, Sunday nights at 9 o'clock for Geeked Me Radio, where I'll bring you the latest pop culture news, fun giveaways, and, of course, the best celebrity guests from across the greatest fandoms like... Hello, nurses. This is Wacko of the Animaniacs. This is Alan Oppenheimer, the voice of Skeletor. Hey, man, it's me, Kevin Smith, Zombob. And you're listening to geek to me Radio, man. That's geek to me Radio every Sunday night at 9 here on the Big 550 KTRS. Hey, business owners. Are you stressed out over the daunting task of preparing your W-2s, 1099s, and tax returns? Hi, I'm Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Capital Advisory Group and the author of the number one best-selling book on taxes, Keep What's Yours. To start the new year right, I'd like to offer you a free tax analysis, so stop stressing. Give us a call at 636-394-5524 or you can visit us on the web at capitaladvisorygrp.com. I'm Scott, the owner of Solid Fire Pits. When I began welding my custom-made fire pits for friends and family, I shared them on TikTok because I was just so proud of them. Check it out. That's beautiful. I posted every new fire pit design and more people kept ordering from 26 states and counting. Then on my birthday, I had my best sales ever. Now, how can the universe beat that? Solid Fire Pits is just one of the 5 million U.S. businesses that rely on TikTok every day. TikTok sparks business. Back to the KTRS Outdoor Show on the Big 550 with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young, and Dan Brothers. All right, welcome back to the Big 550 KTRS. We, let's see, what have we talked about? We talked about trout fishing a little bit. We talked a little turkey hunting. We talked about the Turkey Federation Convention. We've been talking about the Colts, uh, Colt Anacondas. We talked about grizzly bears. And, uh, you know, Dan, trout, I can't believe trout season's only a couple weeks away. It's crazy. Well, yeah, I was going to say we haven't said enough about trout season. You know, March 1st is the traditional opening day at all of our parks or state parks. But not only that, all of the local ponds, lakes, that the MDC has stocked trout in, rainbow trout from their hatcheries, uh, it's catch and keep after March 1st. Yeah. So you can you can bring your trout home and cook them, um, and, and that's awesome. But i got to tell you what's going on. My good friends Dwayne Dowdy and, and uh, Jack Harris, they've been on the White River all week on vacation. These are guides from Tanacomo. And they have been smoking the big trout. I have never seen so many big trout. And the reason is they're letting a water, a lot of water out of Table Rock, and they're letting a lot of water out of the Bull Shoals Dam. And when that happens, this time of the year, they're killing the devil out of the shad. So the shad get turned up in these turbines, and they go through uh, the the dam and, and come out into the lake. So a big white jig, an eight-ounce white jig. It's just smoking these trouts because they think it's a they think it's a shad, and it's the only time of the year that that happens. They they never do it in the summertime. The shad are up real far up in the water column, up toward the surface, 
and they never go through those turbines. But this time of the year, they do to a, to the point that Jack dipped the net in and picked out a whole bunch of chopped up um, uh, shad that were coming through. So the, the fish are just feeding like mad. It's a it causes a frenzy when this happens. And you know, you almost have to be right there. You can't plan your vacation or anything. If the lucky guys that live in Branson, you know, for fishing. And and turkey hunting, Branson is probably the best place to live in Missouri. Yeah, Truman and Mark Twain, they're smoking the walleye and the crappie too on the on the sandbars. They're they're pretty much they stacked are, up right. Yeah, they're stacked up right now from what I'm hearing. Yep, they're migrating and uh, they're killing them on Stockton too. I've got a guide that reached out to me wants to take me fishing on Stockton. I haven't been to Stockton in probably 30 years, and what I like about there's two there's two reservoirs that don't get a lot of pressure, and that's good. If you want to go to a place where it's peaceful, uh, you go to Stockton or you go to Palm de Terre, and they're both just as peaceful as they can be. Now, trust me, Bull Shoals, there's parts of Bull Shoals, there's no people, and Table Rock doesn't get as bad now. It's 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 getting worse. There's a lot of big boats on Table Rock now. Um, but, boy, I'm, I'm telling you, those reservoirs are really peaceful. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and thank you very much. For, for, for not talking about turkey hunting, it's too early. <laughs> I talk, I did that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't on then. I'm glad you didn't do it because everybody's talking about turkey, and I'm like, no, 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 no. For one thing, i got to go to Florida and, and work on my house, and I might, might miss the first two weeks mm-hmm. of turkey season. And, you know, that wouldn't be the end of the world because we've got to get this house going. And... uh but it's going to bug me a little bit, so that's why I don't want to hear about turkey hunting. Yeah, it's it's uh, Dave Smith just uh, released a new hen decoy down at the convention. I need to get on there and talk to them guys tomorrow. But the uh, oh no, yeah, I put a I put a bow hunt on uh, from what was it last year or the year before. It's probably one of the best bow shots I ever made. I put that on Facebook the other day, and I think it's almost gotten 500 views already. So. I saw that, and that was just incredible to get that on film the way you did. Yeah, yeah. That that you know, them turkeys, man. It's hard to hit them when they're moving. Boy, you're not kidding. It is. It's, yeah, it's hard to even get them in anymore. They're they're getting so thin everywhere. We've got about twenty hens and two gobblers on our farm, hmm. and as evidenced by our game cameras, There's... I I just I just kind of hate to shoot one. You know. Yeah, uh, everywhere I'm going, is they still got good flocks. There was 75 or 80 uh, toms in the one group I saw the other day. So, well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's bunch cool. Of now there. you're, huh? You're going out to Kansas as usual, aren't you? Yeah, I'll start hunting in Kansas um, that first week in April, I think. So, and then I'll then I'm gonna I'll probably shoot up to Missouri, up in uh, northern Missouri, and hunt there for a few days, and then I'm gonna go to uh, come back home in Iowa, and that'll probably be my three states. I'm I got invited to go back up to Minnesota. Uh, I got a friend of mine that's got some turkeys up there, uh, but uh, that's <laughs> last time I went up there, I was calling more loons in than I was turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> You know, speaking of that, I don't know how much time we got left, but have, have you ever tried to call a raccoon? Have I called a raccoon? Yeah, you ever tried to call one? Mm, I've not on purpose. I've called. I I called a couple in while I was calling, uh, like a hen yelping. Well, you a raccoon came into that. Yeah. Yep. I'll be darned. Well, you know, yeah, actually, uh, ask ask Keith Wallach about that because I was actually with Keith when that happened. That was a long time ago, but. 
I never laughed so hard in my life. So Keith I'll was be calling. Darned. Keith was calling. I was calling, and we started hearing a. I got my bow up, and <laughs> next thing I know, here come a big old trash panda, coming <laughs> coming around an oak tree, and I just started I just started rolling. I said, "Boy, I tell you what, Keith, I know that wasn't my calling." <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I run a uh, a feeder, yeah, all the way up until legal time to shut it off for turkey season, and the coons are just absolutely covered it up, and. I talked to, uh, I didn't actually talk to, but I, I saw a contest that they had uh, up in Hannibal, Missouri, where they everybody went out and hunted coons for two days and then came in Saturday afternoon, and I don't know, the person that had the most or they weighed them or whatever they did, they had prizes anyway, and they came in with hundreds of coons. Yeah, there's and a lot of coons. the one guy I know that did real well, I asked him, I said, well, now, did you trap them or what? He said, no, we called them in. Yeah. So I'm when the show's over, I'm gonna go up and look up a raccoon call. There you go. Hey James, before the show's over, what's on tonight? Tonight we've got two actors. Sainty Nelson will be on talking about some of her upcoming projects. She's a voice actor, three-time Emmy Award winner, uh, Tony Award winning actor. After that, we're going to have Kyler Lee, who people will know from Supergirl and Grey's Anatomy. She'll be on talking about her brand new Hallmark Channel series. Yeah, Dan, we got to go. Say goodnight to everybody. Good night, everybody. Go, be safe, get outdoors, and enjoy. Yeah, and don't forget to check on that anaconda for me. Will do. Yeah, thank you. There he goes. That's Dan Brothers. This is Outdoors Dan. I'll see you in a couple weeks or next week. If you need anything, just let me know. Go to the KTRS website, look up weekends, and our contact info is right there. Until next time, please keep it here on the Big 550 KTRS. And the Big James, the Geek to Me show is up next. We'll see you.